so big rig corporate came today and by big rig corporate i mean like the owners of the financials you know what i mean nothing to do with the restaurant but you pretend you like it you know that's what we do here so the big wigs came they're supposed to usually come on monday but they never come on a monday because we're super smart financial people and our week starts on a tuesday because everyone else starts on monday so we're gonna do our show on tuesday i don't know I don't know, somebody, somebody up there in some ivory towers making some crazy-ass fucking decisions. That doesn't make any sense. For example, we have this thing called safety bingo, where every day there's no accident, nobody purposely cuts themselves or jumps off a bridge. I don't know what, what like, who wants to cut themselves? Who comes to work and says, I'm going to hurt myself today? I mean, yes, like, maybe a couple people, but that's not who this is, towards whom this is oriented. So... For every day that nobody cuts themselves, everyone gets like a, a G35, and whoever gets a bingo first gets 45 bucks. So it's it's basically it's supposed to motivate people to not hurt themselves, as if not hurting yourself was not motivation enough. Now there's a $45 on the line if you don't, if nobody else does. So you're walking down, you're seeing my, my man not using a cut glove. You say, my man, put on a cut glove because I'm not going to win the money. I almost got bingo, right? The same company, same company, has sick pay. 56 hours, I believe, a year of sick pay. So that's just uh, six times eight, 48. Seven times. So, so, so it's a week. It's one week off to be sick. Surgery, whatever. Not paternity leave, just to be sick. The problem is this, is that at the end of the year, say it's December 31st, right? Or December 25th. Let's put it December 25th. And you haven't used a single sick day. You haven't been sick. Or you have been sick, but you've been working through it because you need the money. You didn't know that you could just take off and you have all these hours that they'll just pay you for. And then January, when January 1st comes along, guess how many hours you get? 56. And if you had 56 hours and you didn't use a single minute of sick pay, they don't roll over. You don't get to keep those hours, you lose them. What do you mean by lose them? I mean like you, there's a week that you don't have to go to work and they'll pay you for it still. You could tell them you're sick. You're, we actually just give our fucking employees the time off because they took away vacations. We used to have vacations for everyone. Now there's no more vacations, but they're sick pay. So we'll just be like, okay, you're going to be sick next week. You're going to have a surgical procedure done. Okay, we'll see you in a week. Enjoy. So it's like the same company is, is, is enticing people to not work and then pay by not fucking rolling over sick pay. Now, the other thing is you don't have to roll over. Maybe you don't have to roll over. But other companies pay it out. So if at the end of the year you have that week that you didn't work, or that you did work, and you you know you're supposed to have had it off because you were sick, they'll pay you for it. They'll give you an extra week's paycheck. Now that is motivation to fucking work through your sick days and just collect them, right? Because at the end of the year you can get a nice fat paycheck. But no, we're playing safety fucking bingo and not rolling over sick days. And we're just this is the stupidest shit. So the corporate was there, but they tried tasted the food. I came up there just to say hi to them. Like three of them I met before. Two of them I never met before. I came up there like, oh my God, Zach. Oh shit, I just said his real name. Uh, don't sue me, bro, all right? I said, hey, oh my God, Beck. It's so nice to see you. I was like, I'm not Beck. My name's Dimitri. And the three, I knew they knew that. They didn't like correct the per- everyone. They were just like, hey. You know, they're like, hey, it's not Zach. It's not Beck, it's Dimitri. It's like, oh, okay. And then the one guy, I'm like, nice to meet you. I'm so, he's so-and-so. You know, I had the Flynn Woodcock over there. Then uh, Becky Hanshaw was there. She was cool. And then um, she's the head of training. They fucked up all the tests, that all the tests are fucked up that I had to take, I mean, not take for financial banks, not restaurants, okay? And then some other two dudes I didn't meet. So then they, so I'm like, nice to meet you. He's like, what do you mean, nice to meet you, Beck? 
we've met before. What kind of shit is that? And I was like, I'm still not back. I wasn't back when I came up. It was Dimitri, and then I'm still Dimitri now, like seconds later. It's on my jacket. You know, I don't look like, but I don't think I look like Beck. I'm, I'm a little bit taller than him, and I guess we both have lo- no hair, but he never wears a hat. I was wearing a hat. So I don't know why the fuck these people confuse me. I guess maybe just thought I was a chef, which I'll take that as a compliment. If I walked in with the swagger of an executive chef, maybe I could be one one day somewhere in some burger joint or Mexican Blue Moon Cafe. Anywho, they were like, the food was excellent, but let's not talk about that. Are you a Jets fan? And I was like, no, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm a Giants fan. And they're like, oh, oh, sorry to hear that. It's coming from the fucking Jets fans. You know, they're telling me I'm sorry. It's okay, guys. We can handle it. We can handle one game. All right. You guys fucking handled 10 years losing. You guys, good luck. You know? So I didn't say that, of course. But the way it happened was I was a, became a Giants fan by default. Now, I don't even watch football, really. I mean, I know how to play it. I love playing football. But I don't like watching it like to the point where like, I have to keep stats. And then you have the fucking fantasy drafts. And then you have the clitoris bumps and whatever the fuck it is that you got to do with footballs with all the stats. I don't remember numbers like that. Fuck that. But I do watch the Super Bowl. It's a fun game. Because they're two best teams, just like basketball. The last two minutes of every game are the best. I wish they could play like that the whole game. You know, that would be, be kind of nice. But that's neither here nor there. So I was dating this girl whose dad played for the Giants in 86. He was an offensive tackle and uh, number 63, Carl Nelson. True story. And the first day I met him, you know, he's standing over there. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm trying to bang his daughter. And I'm like, I'm like uh, 18 years old. She thinks she was 16. So I was kind of, you know, rocking the cradle, so to speak. Not really, though. But like, um, he was like towering over me. And he's like, do you watch football? And I was like, yes, yes, of course. And he's like, who's your favorite team? And of course, I'm, what am I going to say? Fuck you. I like Dan Marino. <laughs> you know, like... Of course, I'm going to say the Giants, but before I could even say the Giants, he was like, the Giants. So we both kind of said it in unison, the Giants. And he's like, and that's going to be the answer for the rest of your life. Do you understand me, young man? And I was like, yes, sir. And then his giant banana hand fucking fingers engulfed my little hand, crushed it a little bit, but not enough to break it or leave a bruise. And then he looked me stern in the eye. And then I, you know, I dated his daughter for a while. I kind of hooked up with his wife. But I mean, that's 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 neither here nor there either. The point I'm trying to make is uh, is showing people things, teaching, okay? When I was playing slow pitch softball, and I do emphasize the slow pitch part because it's not that fucking serious. Maybe I would have had more home runs if I got up to bat and it wasn't like 19th. Had to fucking four chicks. So what if I never played? Fuck you, just let me try it. But I noticed that at softball, nobody really gives anybody advice. Everybody gets mad at everybody when they blow a play, but nobody gives advice. Nobody says like, hey, you should have like scratched your left nut next time instead of your right nut. Try it, see what happens because it's like looked down upon. So like I noticed something that one of the girls was doing because I was batting after all the girls, so I was get to watch them, you know? And she's watching the ball and she struck out in slow pitch softball. Didn't swing, just got just full count and then struck him out. Nice, good try. Nice way to stand there, but swing, bitch, what are you doing, you know? But the, I noticed that she wasn't following the ball past home plate. So like she would keep her eye on the ball and then past home plate and she would stop. And I said that to her, I was like, hey, listen, like I noticed that you didn't do that. You should. Try it, you know, following it. Even if you're not going to swing, you can stand there anyway. Just like, find, you know, watch the ball. And everyone that heard it just looked at me like, oh, this fucking guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, before all you motherfuckers get antsy and you're pansy, there's a guy named Socrates, okay? Very smart guy, very ancient Greek dude. I don't know if you heard him. Socrates, Socrates, nothing. Nah. And he has these three filter rules. So it's three filters that if you, you want to tell someone something, you might want to run it by these three filters. And the way it works is 
if any one of those filters is a no, then the whole thing's a no-go. Just shut the fuck up, right? The first filter, right, is it, are you sure that it's absolutely true? Whatever you're saying. Can you validate that from the bottom of your heart? If that's a yes, then you move on to number two. Number two is, is what you're about to tell me good? Is it beneficial? You know what I'm saying? Is it beneficial to me? Is it beneficial to anyone? Right? Right? Is it? You know, if it's not, then you can see sayonara. Yes, you got to move on to filter number three. It's, uh, is it important? Oh yeah, is, is it absolutely important? Is it important to me? Is it good? And is it true? And if any one of those is a no, you should zip it and just get the fuck out. In this case, oh, that, that passed. It was true because I know what I saw. It was good because what's, what's her watching the ball going to do? You know, nothing. And then it was obviously had to do, do everything with her and trying to hit the ball, which maybe if she watched the ball pass on plate, she'd want to hit it the next time because you'd be pissed off at it going past her. You know what I mean? But no, so everyone looked at me like, oh, you know what he's talking about. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't, might not know softball. I might not know what to fucking throw to, to home to first plate or home plate. Well, I know to throw a home plate first because you always make a play at the plate. You don't want them to score a run, right? So maybe I didn't throw the second. I threw the first instead. I got the guy instead of setting up the double play. Shut the fuck up. Whatever, bro. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have any beef against it. I don't have any resentment against uh, slow pitch softball or anything. But in the restaurant industry, it's similar too. Like So like when you're like trying to show someone something, everyone automatically thinks that I think that I'm better than them. And that's not what I'm doing at all. Like I sh- I'm trying to show you because I'm taking time out of my day, which I don't have to. I just walk by you and just tell you to go fuck yourself or just kick you in the ass or not do anything at all. But no, I, st- I stop and I pull over and say, hey, check this out. Let me show you something. Now I'm literally relieving you of whatever you were doing for however long it takes me to show you. So you just stand there with your thumb up your ass. Or maybe just watch. And then I'm trying to help you out so if you do it again, it'll be easier. In this case, this guy was playing a fish. But the kid, Wesley, stretch. He um, didn't take, I don't think he looked at it this way. He think he looked at it like, wow, thanks for helping because he actually asked me for help and I forgot because I was just doing shit. And then I finally, I was like, oh shit, right? And I saw him cutting up this fish. So I told him, listen, you're starting from the wrong way. You should start from the tail end instead of the head end. And then what you want to do is you want to like take a little bit of the, the, fl- the flesh off, expose some of that skin. Don't cut through it though. And then what you do is you're going to cut through it vertically like a little notch and you make a loophole for your finger to go in then you finger it with your middle finger right or whatever finger you want two fingers and then you hold the skin hold the knife and gently move the skin back and forth as you keep the knife in place and then you pull the fish towards you that's much easier and that's way better technique in flaying fish than pretty much anything else uh, instead of short of like taking it off with your mind you know so like i know like there's a couple of people in the restaurant that if i showed that to and they weren't doing it right They'd be like, oh, would you think you're better than me now? And I was like, no, actually not. Actually, I'm the only one here that I think wants to play on the team. Everybody wants to be on the team. Nobody wants to play on the team. They just want to be on the team and they want to shine and always get the ball. Like, fuck, take the ball. Take it. I don't care. Score. Just do it right. You know what I mean? So pass through the three filter rule, Socrates. And shit, I'm over 10 minutes. <laughs>